0: Thank you so much for joining us today. As always, it is such a blessing to be with you. Today, we're going to be looking at Romans chapter 3, and we're going to start in verse 23. The name of today's message is, To Boast. Now, before we get started with our message, I want to ask you a question, and I want, during the time of this message, I want the Spirit to minister to you, to reveal things to you about boasting, The question that I want you to ask yourself is that, are we more concerned with being light? Are we more concerned with having an easy life? Or are we more concerned with that life making a difference? Please join me in prayer. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word being ever-changing. Lord, we pray that as we go through your word today, that we read these verses, we pray that they minister to us, that they change us, and as always, we hope they change us to be more and more like your son. Lord, I pray that you reveal truth to us today so that we can be more free, that we can be more free in Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Starting in verse 23, It says, for all, for everyone has sinned. We have all fallen short of God's glorious standard. Yet God in His grace freely makes us right in His sight. He did this through Christ Jesus, who He freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus has sacrificed His life shedding His blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who had sinned in times past. For he was looking ahead and including them in what would be done in this present time. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness, for he himself is fair and just, and he makes sinners right in his sight when they believe in Jesus. Verse 27, Can we boast then? That we have done anything to be accepted by God? No. Because our acquittal is not based upon obeying the law. It is based on faith. So that we are made right with God through faith and not by obeying the law. After all, is God the God of the Jews only? Isn't he the God of the Gentiles? Of course he is. There is only one God. And he makes people right with himself only by faith. Whether they are Jew or whether they are Gentile. Now, I ask you at the beginning, before I read these verses, I ask you, what is the point? What is your focus? What are you more caught up with? Are you more caught up with having an easy life, with with being liked by other people? Or are you more concentrated? Are you more focused on your life making a difference? The question here is about the eye. Our question is, what does our eye gaze upon? Whatever our eye gazes upon is what is in our heart. In fact, Jesus said in Matthew Matthew 6, verse 22, your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep is that darkness? You see, we all have an eye problem. And in this context, when I say we have an eye problem, I'm talking about the letter I. We are focused on self. It is our human nature to be focused on self. In fact, Martin Luther described the eye problem as a curve inward towards ourself. In other words, it is our nature. It is our nature to reflect on self. Our sinful nature is to worship the almighty self. Think about it. When we take a photo, the first thing that we think is, what do I look like? When we go shopping and we think about something that we're going to buy, whether it's clothes or a new car We think about, what will I look like this in this to other people? We think about, will this make an impact or or a standard or say something about me to my friends or to my neighbors? It's interesting that the word sin, the middle letter is an I. We aren't sinners because we sin. We sin because we are sinners. We aren't self-centered people because we think and act in a self-centered way. We think and act in a self-centered way because we are self-centered people. It's because we are curved inward. We are boastful people. And we try to hide our boastfulness. You think about it, when we are all in grade school, and we see how we did on a certain paper, and we got a great grade. And we say to a friend, we say, how do you think I did? And we show them the paper. And they see that we made a hundred on our paper. It is our way of trying to boast, but trying to make it look like it is in a humble way. You see, this is one of the reasons that social media thrives. is because of boastful people. Because it is in all of us. It is inherent in our sinful nature. We post things on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we hope that people think, oh man, he or she has a great marriage or a great house or a great job. We do that so that we can get acceptance from other people so that we can get more likes. But in the same aspect and in the same way, we might be scrolling through our feed and see the exact opposite for ourselves. Well, why isn't my marriage or her marriage or whatever this way? Why isn't my job or my career? Why am I not getting promoted? We are always looking for approval from other people. But look what Paul says in Galatians chapter 1, verse 10. He says, Obviously, I am not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my only goal, I would not be a Christ servant. You see, back in verse 27, we're reading Romans chapter 3. And it says, What then about boasting? Paul answers, No. We should not boast, only if we boast about Christ. You see, Paul is saying that we are made right with God by faith and not by laws. And when we say laws, I'm talking about the Old Testament laws, not not laws of of a state or a country. I'm talking about the Old Testament laws. That we are saved, that we are made right with God by what Christ did for us. You see, boasting is bragging. Is bragging on yourself ever useful? Do you want to boast? Do you want to brag? Paul says, then if that is the case, then brag, then boast in Jesus. And some people might say, well, I'm righteous. I have some wisdom. I've got sanctification. I'm saved. Paul says, these are just but gifts. These are given to you by God. Everything in our life is because of Jesus. He is our righteousness. He is our sanctification. He is our wisdom, our redemption. And God is everything. And even if you're someone that is listening to this and you are God-hating, I want you to know that the very thing that you hate is the same thing that gives you certain things in life that you don't deserve. Because none of us deserve anything. You know, it's interesting. When we look at our life, and we look at the, the aspect of what, what is the American life here in America? And we say, well, what is the American ideal life? And it is to, to go to school, to get a good education, to get a good job, to marry the right person. Uh, to make enough money, and then eventually retire. And maybe that retirement is to, to, to move to Florida and collect seashells until, uh, until you pass on. Once again, that is an eye problem. That is all focused on self. We tend to trust in ourselves and lift ourselves up. But the question is, at the end of this life, at the end of this time here on earth, Each one of us will stand before a mighty and powerful God and we will give a testimony to our life, to our actions towards what we did. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to stand there in front of an almighty God and say, yes, I I did it all for self. And at the end, I, I just walked the beach in pleasure for myself. Our life is to be about Him. We must get into God proclaiming, God boasting. If we work towards this, we can boast all we want in Christ, but not in self. In fact, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 1, verse 30 and 31 God has united you with Christ Jesus. For our benefit, God made Him to be wisdom itself christ made us right with god he made us pure and holy and he freed us from sin therefore as the scripture says if you want to boast boast only about the lord so here's the question how do we know if we are bragging how do we know if we are boasting in self if we can say i deserve this I, have, I deserve this honor, I deserve this privilege, I deserve these riches, I deserve this glory. If we say any of, that, any of that, and we think because of our own power, because of our own might, that we deserve certain things, we must remember what we are told, they are only gifts. We don't deserve anything. In fact, all we deserve is punishment for the things that we have done wrong. These gifts that are given to us are given to us as a gift to use. They are used, they are to be used as a gift to advance the kingdom. Whether that's serving other people, that's serving God, whatever it is, our gifts are ultimately given to us to advance the kingdom of heaven. And when we think about that, and we think about our daily life, and we think about what we do, everything that we do is a ministry. The Lord. We have been put in a specific position, in a specific place, to minister to the people that are around us. We have done that. We we are put there so that we can minister to people for Jesus. And that is the purpose of what we're to do. The gospel eliminates our boasting in ourselves. In fact, boasting in ourselves can actually turn people away from the gospel. Jesus was selfless. Jesus did miraculous things. He did unbelievable acts of service. Anything from healing or rising someone from the dead. All the way to washing the disciples' feet. There was no act of service too great. And there was no act of service too too small so if you sit there today and you think i i don't necessarily have a ministry i i don't i I don't know who i would minister to there are people under your influence there are people you have been placed in front of to minister to how can we be filled with self-centeredness and sinful pride after we read what paul wrote in the letter to the philippians In Philippians 2, verse 3, it says this, Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourself. And We have to have the same relationship with people. And we have to show the same love that Christ showed. That that gives us the same mindset of Christ. There in verse 4, it says, Don't look only at your own interest, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equal with God as some people cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privilege. He took, humble, he took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. People who boast in the gospel are people who obey God's commandments. Boasting in the gospel makes us humble. Boasting in the gospel gives us a servant's heart. Boasting in the gospel fills us with love. Boasting in the gospel gives us the attitude of Christ who humbly served God and others. If we are so focused on self, which is our human nature, That is why we are to take the mind of Christ. If we are so focused on self, we can make no difference to other people. We don't make an impact. We don't show love to other people by only worrying about self. Jesus was asked, what is the greatest commandment? And he said, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind and with all your soul. And then he said, and the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. And then he says, with this fulfills all the laws and the prophets. It is easy for us to sit here and say, you need to love your neighbor and you need to love God. But what does that look like? It also goes back to when Jesus said to pick up your cross and to carry your cross. What does that mean to pick up my cross and to carry my cross? It means to sacrifice self. It means to look at what would benefit the kingdom of God. What would benefit fellow man over yourself? And those are the actions that we are supposed to take. But with that, we fight every human nature that this sinful world that we've been born into gives us it's taking on the mind of christ many of us may say well that might be i don't know if i can do that once once it's laid out like this how do i become a servant you follow christ's example but you don't do it on your own power that is why we've been given the helper that is why the holy spirit is there to help us we must acknowledge these things we must pray for these things some of us are always in a different position, in a different place on our Christian maturity. But none of us are there. So whether you're in the beginning or whether you're somewhere in the middle working on crucifying the flesh every day, meaning doing against our human nature, doing what is better, what is what, what is what needs to be done for the gospel and what needs to be done for people. Following Christ's example, that is what we are called to do. Is our life going to make a difference? Because, as I mentioned before, the Bible is very clear that we will stand before God and give an account for our life. And when we stand before God, the question here, the final question, is this What will you say? Please join me in prayer. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your word, Lord. We, as followers of Christ, we, a true follower of Christ will say, give it all to God. All of it, no matter what. And Lord, we just come to you and we say, we want to give it all to you. For every person that's out there and you acknowledge right now, yes, I want to be less focused on self and more focused on God and others. If that's you, just acknowledge it right now as we are praying. Lord, I pray that as we all stand here, as every Christian could do a better job, Lord, I pray that your spirit would minister to us. It would change us. It would reveal the things to us that we might not even see right now in acts that we boast where we we don't think that we do. Lord, I pray that our mind and our heart would be set straight, that when we boast, we boast only in you. God, we thank you. We thank you for your your word that's ever-changing us. We ask, Lord, that you would please reveal these things to us and change us so that we can be more completely devoted followers of Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today. Please like, share, comment, subscribe, whatever your platform provides for you so that this message can reach more people for Christ. Have a great day.